0: Last week was my Woman in Supply Chain episode for August with Pauline from Buckland. She talks about how she started in the industry, then moved on to a successful entrepreneurial venture, and then again came back into logistics and supply chain. You're not going to want to miss that episode. So go to letstalksupplychain.com forward slash season two dash episode 75. This episode is brought to you by IANA. IANA represents the intermodal freight transportation industry. Every year they put on a massive event, Intermodal Expo, where the stakeholders, decision makers, and influencers of the intermodal supply chain gather. Expo is the place to be to make connections and advance your business. Expo will be held in Long Beach, California, September 15th through 18th, and I'll be attending and hope to see you there register online today at intermodalexpo.com Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. Next week I'm going to be in Panama for the Supply Chain Forum and I can't wait to lead their Woman in Logistics panel. If there are any listeners that are in that part of the world and are joining us at the event, make sure to come by and say hi. So today's episode I'm talking with an Emmy Award winning producer who actually started his career shipping ice and is now on the advisory board of ShipChain. But before we get to that, let's get to Listener's corner So the question of the week is, what key supply chain strategies are you focusing on in 2019? And Tony Laccioni says, automating bill of material functionalities into a collaborative plan for every part software versus using manual human error prone tools. Thank you so much, Tony. That was over on the Let's Talk Supply Chain LinkedIn page. And remember to check out our question of the week every single Wednesday over on LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram. Instagram to be part of that conversation. I know Eric from Algo, he weighed in and he was looking forward to all of your replies on that. So now let's get back to today's episode. So Brandon joined me a few months ago to talk about his journey and what it is like to ship ice. In the family business, uh, when he started out in the industry, then he moved into media, only to come back to logistics with ShipChain. So, before we get into that, let's just get to know a little bit more about him. Brandon T. Adams is an Emmy award-winning producer and host of the TV series Success in Your City. He is a podcaster, speaker, inventor, advisor, crowdfunding expert, and media expert. Brandon is a serial entrepreneur, owning a stake in a number of businesses, including the Accelerant Media Group. Live to Grind Young Entrepreneur Conventions, Arctic stick and an ice distributorship that serves three states. Brandon is the co-host and one of two executive producers of Ambitious Adventures, a reality television program focused on the compelling stories of young entrepreneurs around the country. Ambitious Adventures received an Emmy nomination and airs on the Entrepreneur Network, Facebook Watch, and Amazon Prime. He is the associate producer and younger youngest featured entrepreneur. In the movie Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy, which is based off the classic book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill that sold over 130 million copies worldwide. Kevin Harrington, original shark of ABC's Shark Tank, named Brandon one of America's new generational leaders. Inspired throughout his life by the Napoleon Hill quote, whatever the mind conceives and believes, the mind achieves. Brandon brings a powerful message of how you can think your way into any opportunity. Opportunity and shares success principles applicable to audiences everywhere. His experiences, knowledge, mindset, and motivation can help the people in your organization achieve the success they are destined for. So, welcome to the show, Brendan. How's it going? Awesome! Awesome! I am so glad to have you on the show today because there's a couple of reasons for that. One, I want to talk to you about ship chain, and the other one, I want to talk to you about the cold chain that you've <laughs> been involved in since you were a little guy.
1: Yeah, the cold chain. You know, it's 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 crazy saying that I would grow up in an ice business. <laughs>
0: I know, that's amazing. And you know what? It's kind of similar. So I grew up in an ice business as well because my dad's company was called Ice Corp Logistics. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a few similarities there except for i didn't ship ice and you did so <laughs> figure. anyway so let's get re- let's get started we got a lot to cover today so why don't you tell us who you are who is brandon and tell us about your journey to success before we dive right into the supply chain stuff
1: yeah so uh, i i grew up in northeast iowa a small town of 700 people and uh, i grew up in the ice business my dad in 1986 he started adam's ice service where he He's a wholesale ice distributor. So he bought ice from the manufacturer, and he distributed it uh, to different retail outlets, bars, and stores. So growing up, I mean, my whole life, that's that's what I did. I had a bag of ice in my hand. I'd get back of the truck, throw it down. I worked in that business all the way through high school. I had went to college. When I graduated from college, I came back and worked in the family business. And uh, while actually doing that, I expanded my uh, knowledge and and just wanted to grow, I went and worked for Art of Glacier Ice, who we actually distributed for. And I was working at one time uh, in Dubuque, Iowa, but I was managing eight different facilities across the state of Iowa. And I had, I don't know, it was like 50 people that I was overseeing. And we were doing a territory, I don't know how many thousands of accounts we delivered to, but it was covered all through Iowa. And I would, I would be in the truck at times delivering ice. I would be managing people. I was working with all the, the laws with driving hours. Uh, so I got that experience, did that for about 15 months. And then I had left that business and then bought my dad's business out, Adam's Ice Service five years ago. And uh, I actually, as of like 10 days ago, sold the business. Uh, I had been in business for, you do the math, like 33 years. Um, so. It's been quite the journey in the ice business, but what I got into while doing ice is I realized I didn't want to sell ice the rest of my life. Um, so I got into uh, <laughs> pro- producing video content and, uh, and and helping people raise money through crowdfunding. And I put on events all over the country for other entrepreneurs. So since then, and this is crazy because so I'm a TV host now, and my wife and I have a TV show called Success in Your City. And which is releasing this year, um, I always tell people I was in the ice business and now I'm a TV host and producing video content. So that's what I'm doing now. And, and I advise uh, certain companies and, and also help other companies raise money. And one of the companies that I'm proud to advise is ShipChain, which deals with the logistics industry and it's, uh, that is my personal test. It's the fact that I grew up in the business. I saw the problem, a product getting lost and, and the tracking systems in place were very old school. And as soon as, uh, Brian D Evans of ShipChain told me about ShipChain, I'm like, wow, like I get this problem. I want to be a part of it and, and help you guys.
0: That's awesome, and a lot of people sort of they fall into supply chain. Yeah, um, you you kind of grew up with it, you know, it's in your blood, um, and you went straight into cold chain, which is amazing yeah. because. Uh, and we'll get, that, we'll get to that in a minute because that is not an easy thing to do. And then you fell out of supply chain, got into the media business and then kind of fell back in, you know, yeah. with ship chain. That's an amazing, amazing story. And I know that for the entrepreneurs in supply chain, in logistics that are listening to this episode today, they're going to love your journey. They're going to love your story and they're going to want to watch your success in the city because, you know, entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurship obviously travels through all sorts of different industries. And I think one of the hardest ones um, is supply chain and logistics because a lot of the entrepreneurs, they're disrupting. Yeah. right? And they need a lot of support. They want to learn as much as they can so that they can do that successfully and mindfully of the traditions that are still in this business. So let's, before we get into some of that and, you know, ship chain and disruption and all that, I want to talk a little bit more about this ice business, because again, it's not an easy product to ship. No. So what did you have to do? What did you have to learn? What did you have to do different differently to make it's successful?
1: Yeah. So the, the, the obstacles you have with the uh, ice business or any kind of uh, product, we, we treat ice as a food. It has to be at a certain temperature. So you, you can't just put it in a regular truck. You have to have a refrigerated truck that is, that has reefers. So we, how the process would work is we would, we would have a, a company, uh, a logistic, actually a company that would haul uh, loads of product. We would hire them to pick up our own, uh, 50 three-foot uh, semi-trailer, 52-foot, and, and and it's refrigerated, drive all the way. It'd be an hour. Drive to Dubuque, Iowa, load up 20-some, uh, it'd be 22 pallets, 22,000 ton um, of ice, and and the reefer would be turned on and then bring it back to our warehouse, and and then we'd have a freezer. And then from there, we had refrigerated trucks that would take out the ice. So the obstacle you would have, specifically in the summer, I mean, we do – uh, we did our, our ma- main business from uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day. We did 70% of our business because in the wintertime in Iowa, it's cold, just like it is where you're at. Um, not many people want ice, but in the summertime, everybody wants it. So when you have it 100 degree days and you have that, that product in a uh, refrigerated truck, sometimes the reefer doesn't work or something goes wrong. And when it comes down to that, you got to sling ice fast and you got to get into the stores, but you got to, you got to work through that. And it's, it's, and that's the thing. You have to get the product into the actual stores, into their merchandiser, and you're transporting a product that needs to be frozen. So the obstacles we would have at times is because if a reefer didn't work, then we have to figure out how are we going to, for one, if we're in the middle of a route, how do we get it to the, the, clo- the closest stores around us? We would actually detour off our regular route if we needed because I would know different stops we had to go to that could take the ice. So I could get that product in that store before we would lose that product. I mean, we've had it before where we'd have a, a reefer going overnight and we'd come back the next day and there was a storm and with the heavy rain and, and storm and everything, it would shut off the reefer. And now, keep in mind, ice on ice keeps it cold, but the top bags and certain products would be bad. I mean, we've lost like loads of ice before, and and that is the, the difficult thing with uh, uh, any kind of business where you have to keep the product frozen. Uh, so that was one obstacle: getting the right refrigerated trucks and making sure they work. But in the summertime, I don't care how great a truck you have and reefer, um, if it's a hundred degrees and you're you're running that thing nonstop you're going to have issues and you got to figure out how to make sure those issues don't uh, take away too much money out of your pocket.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And turn it into puddles of water. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm sure there were days that you walked in and you know, there was puddles of water, which was a really, really bad day.
1: I got one specific story. This was uh, a 4th of July. I'll never forget this. Our truck broke down and I had a full load of ice and, and it wasn't going anywhere, and we had to deliver the ice. So what we did is, uh, myself and another uh, hired help we had, we had to throw, by hand, eight ton of ice, 16,000 pounds, bag by bag, 20-pound bags, into another truck, and then we had to go take that truck to go deliver ice. Like, that, because the truck broke down, and also it was busy, and the reefer wasn't working, so experiences like that you'll never forget but you have to you have to move fast and I, I've always learned that in the, the ice business which I've applied to other things in life but uh, move fast and, and get it in uh, to your customer.
0: Yeah and it makes you who you are today
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
0: So um, let's get into ship chain let's talk a little bit about what they're doing tell us you know who they are what they're doing and then we'll sort of get into you know how
1: you got involved with them yeah so ship chain uh it was first in 2017 when i got introduced and i was actually speaking with one of the the founders brian D. Evans, and a good friend of mine and, and we we're just talking about different things going on. actually he's i was talking to him the the day of uh, when i proposed to my wife and i was uh we were we were just talking about different things we're doing he mentioned everything they were doing a ship chain and and it's it was intriguing to me because i understood uh in the shipping industry when you're shipping products from point a to point b and and you're taking it uh, how a lot of people track in the industry is they would track it by writing down on a a piece of a paper or even their excel sheets where they tracked it it could get screwed up at times and even when i had worked in the industry um for our own business and big companies, I saw product getting lost. Like they're like, oh, uh, we're off a semi load. <laughs> a semi load. That's a lot of product, and it's because there was a human error. There was somebody that made a mistake in, in tracking it. And and when I saw what ShipChain was doing to be able to track and trace a, a unified solution that really brings the visibility and trust to the supply chain because there's also theft. I mean, I've seen where people, believe it or not, they, they'll take ice. The Workers, were they will drop off 50 bags of ice and they might sell it and then pocket the money in and make a different ticket, or they'll just use it for themselves. This happens. And this happens out of not just in the ice industry, but all industries. So it's a way to be able to keep people um, it, a trusting system to track your product from the moment for you look in the ice business. The moment it leaves the manufacturer and goes into the semi, and then goes to the next place, into the store, and every other place, you can track the whole system of it. And and when I saw that, I'm like, this is a problem that you've solved. And and I saw that ShipChain was doing that, but also attracted. I've always been intrigued by the team, a team that's behind something and and their vision for something. That's what I, I buy into. So I saw the problem they were solving. I saw the, the ability of using the blockchain to, to track everything. And, and I saw the team and I said, you know, I'm, I'm down. I'm, I want to be a part of this. And, you know, it, it's crazy in such a short period of time what we've been able to do with ShipChain. And we already have uh, our product and software out where people can uh, buy the product. It's working. Um, and it's. I was actually just in Japan here two months ago, it's hard to believe it's been two months, where we did the launch of ShipChain, the, the first product. And I, I spoke in Japan and it, it was a, a great experience, but just a big milestone for the business. And I mean, we've already have, uh, we did a whole a testing before the product launch with uh, Purdue Farms. So that was a major partnership that we did. And, and through them, we were able to put prototypes in the trucks, and actually track and, 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 and track the product, and, and put it into our software. So it's been, a, it's been an accelerated experience so far, and I'm excited uh, what we have in the future, but that's why I got into it. I really believed in what they were doing and, and, and the team and, and what, what's going to happen with it in the future.
0: Great. I've got two spin spin-off questions from that. First of all, why Japan? <laughs> and second of all, um, what is your role? Like, what what do you what do you do at ShipChain? I believe you're on the board of advisors, but what what do you yeah. do for? for
1: yeah, so I, I I'm an advisor for ShipChain, and I've I've done things for whether it's uh, making different partnerships or or in terms of uh, when I was in Japan, I, I spoke at the event and uh, just uh, trying to find partnerships or potential. Customers for ShipChain and uh, why Tokyo? It's Tokyo. It's because we're we're looking at this internationally, not just domestic here in the U.S., but also different countries. Um, so we picked Japan. I don't know exactly who made the decision for Japan, but Japan was a great experience, and we also had uh, the it was somebody in the government of the blockchain in Japan that actually was a speaker at the event. Um, so it was cool to see just how things were in a different country and how things work and. That really opened up my mind. I mean, I've been to Germany before and I've been to uh, Mexico, but I've never been quite to Japan until a few months ago. And it's just, it's a big world out there. You know, supply chain, you look at itself, There, there's, it's such a big part of our lives. People don't realize I, because I, I, I know this, how it all works. Like when I go in a grocery store and I look at all the products that we have that are from all over the world, people don't realize what it takes to get that product to the shelf. The, the process of getting those bananas or getting those strawberries or getting that pizza or whatever it may be and getting all to one place. like People are just so used to it and take it for granted. But if you cut our supply chain, if you're, you're taking away, how, how do you get the food to our, our, our tables? You look at farmers. They, they're the people that, that are able to grow the product and then also it gets distributed to the stores. You take away that, then how do we eat? like the supply chain is the heart of everything. And uh, people got to realize, I think it's good for people to realize how big it is a part of our life and and being able to transport products from point A to point B.
0: I love that you say that because, you know, supply chain has kind of evolved from that thing you have to do to now being at the boardroom table and Understanding that it touches every single point of business. You know, it touches that customer experience through delivery. Um, So you need to be connected to marketing. You know, it touches all sorts of different points. And now even companies are looking at having. Um, individuals with supply chain backgrounds as CEO of their companies because they're really understanding how much supply chain means to the success of the business. And I think people are also starting to realize, you know, from a consumer standpoint, that there are a lot of people, there are a lot of process, like you said, there are a lot of things that happen to get these products on shelves or at your front doorstep nowadays,
1: right? I mean, it's... There's so much behind it. I remember in college, I actually took a supply chain management class, and I would break down, um, and, and I it always I would relate back to ice. I would break down all the little costs per unit of what it would take to refrigerate the product, to transport it, the man hours, and and, and everything that's involved in the process. There's so much, and people don't realize that. And if you can learn, and that's Again, while you look at uh, something like ShipChain, or you look at other um, systems out there it, to be able to cut your costs and and take away the waste, and, and if you can cut that cost, it obviously makes it for the the retail, the person buying the product to make it a better rate um, and more profitability for the the person that's distributing it. So it's there's so many things people don't realize. Like if you just anybody listening, you go to the store today, you go to the grocery store, go look. Go look at the bananas. Look at the strawberries. Look at all the products laid out there, and look in the back and see where it's from. See where it came from. It, it had to be shipped. It had to be uh, hauled by a semi. It had to be transported in some way or another. And it, it didn't. A lot of it didn't come from heck that state. So the power of transportation and what it does, it, it's amazing. Like I'm, I'm just blown away. I still can't believe how efficient it is in in our time right now
0: yeah and how much more efficient it can get. So that kind of leads me to the to the next question, you know, is the industry are we ready for ship chain? I know they're coming in, you know, they're look, looking to do some disruption here. So you've already told us, you know, sort of how you see the industry and what it means to you not only as a consumer but somebody who's been in the
1: industry as well. So you know, tell us, you know, are we, are we ready? I, I honestly don't think the industry has a choice. I I, I don't. I, I feel like it's something uh, you need to adopt because it's just a matter of time. I mean, technology is getting so much more advanced and, and everything that we see in the industry, transportation, and anything else, you, you need to adopt the systems that keep you in the real time and things that are happening now, stay ahead of the curve and, and the ability to use the blockchain to be able to, to track things and know that um, your shipment made it to that place because it's, I mean, it's, you can't, you see it, it's live, it's on the blockchain. Um, I honestly, I feel like there is no choice. This is something, and you look at other companies are all looking into this and, and, and looking to implement this because they know they have to do it. It's almost necessary. And you look at the, the loss of product, the theft, or, or any of that, if you, like 1% of the total amount of revenue out of there, I mean, it's in the billions. It's huge. So my answer to your question is, I don't think they have a choice. I think we have to, to ad- adopt this system and, and uh, use it. Just knowing from my background, too, we have to stay ahead of the curve.
0: Absolutely. And it's a very traditional industry. You know, it's still kind of traditional. You know, there are some disruptions happening and we need to keep that momentum going. We need to keep moving that forward. And there's a lot of different, you know, topics that we're talking about in supply chain now that we never used to, you know, diversity, you know, even mental health as well. I just did a, an episode a few weeks ago on mental health and how important that is um, for us to, you know, stay sane and move forward and, and keep on top of these busy busy times. So I want to go back to sort of you as an entre- uh, you as an entrepreneur, you as an advisor um, can you just maybe for the entrepreneurs for the disruptors that are in supply chain that are listening to this show, how would you advise entrepreneurs in supply chain just quickly you know um, what would be some advice that you would give them?
1: Yeah, so I, I would say pay close attention to, to all the little things in supply chain right now that may be, uh, I don't know, I'd say making your product cost more, but also the the threats that could be to transporting your product um, from point A to point B. Because the little problems that you see now, they, they will get bigger as time goes on, especially as our population grows, as, I mean, traffic, you look the amount of uh, trucks on the road, it, it is insane. I mean, even look at, this is a whole other topic, but looking in the driving hours for drivers, the health behind it, they have to pass health tests to even be able to drive. And then they ha- they can only drive so many hours, they have to log everything. And, and some of these trucks, even with the logging system, they they shut down if, if they're past their time limit, which it's a whole new game now. You have to abide by these rules. The small little things that you thought weren't that big an issue, if you don't attack them now, they're going to become a big problem in the future. And also, it's finding a way to, to make this industry, I guess, uh, like you said, like it's not everybody talking about the supply chain and how sexy it is. Um, figured a way to show people how important it is interpreting that message. And that's from my background as an entrepreneur uh, with video production and marketing. It's, it's being able to tell a story and, and showing something that for some people it's kind of complicated for them to understand but interpreting them in an easy way for them to understand it, any, any normal person that isn't in this industry to understand it, so they're more likely to adopt it.
0: Absolutely, especially when they're coming up against some of those traditional thoughts, you know, and some of yeah. the the um, obstacles or the challenges of trying to get over. The mentality that is still somewhat in the business, but we do have a lot of, of open mindedness, and uh, so find those people, find your people, you know, get some support, and uh, I mean, like you said, pay I attention mean, to the little things and keep moving forward, right? Yeah,
1: I mean, change. I get it. Change is hard. Uh, not everybody likes change, but change is, is inevitable. You have to you have to adopt the change. Uh, I mean, I, I looked at the changes in the industry for the ice business over the years uh, when I was in it. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't always easy. And, and I remember the first time we went, um, when we couldn't use written invoices and we had to go to handhelds. And I was like, Oh, this is such a pain in the butt. In reality, it was actually way easier, but it was that change because for years I was so used to writing things down and the handheld and now the actual just a phone that it uploads all the, the, the stops you did for the day up to the system where it could track it in real time. Like, that it's so much easier. So adopt the change, just learn to do things that you're not used to get out of your comfort zone and and do them because you're going to have to learn to change more and more as we develop our technology uh, in the coming years.
0: Oh, yeah. And it's fa- happening faster and faster, but such great advice. So before we go, why don't you tell us, you know, what's next for Brendan? What's next for maybe Ship Chain? I know that you just said that you sold the ice business. So there's not yeah. really, you know, we can't really talk about the future of the ice business. <laughs> but yeah. uh, why don't you talk about the other things that are happening for you?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, just uh, as of f- uh, February 25th, I sold the ice business and sold to my my, my best friend's back home who actually uh, had worked in the ice business before, so I'm happy for them and, and what they're going to do in the future. But for me, now I've turned into an um, Iceman turned uh, TV producer and TV host and, and advisor for companies. So my wife and I, uh, we, we create all last year. We traveled the country. We did over 50,000 miles in our Tahoe. We lived in six different cities. We had sold our house and most of our things. And we're on this mission to figure out what success meant in different people's lives. And through that, we filmed a TV series called Success in Your City. And in that series right now, we're in post-production and looking to to make a distribution deal to get it out here um, coming this spring or early fall. And and so that's what we're doing now, releasing the show, Success in Your City, which anybody can go watch the trailer right now. You Just go to successinyourcity.com. And so doing that, and I still speak all over the country. I mean, I think I got 16 events booked already uh, to speak at in different cities. And uh, finding other companies like ShipChain Chain or, or companies that really have a big vision and, and dream and, and they have the momentum to go forward, I like helping them, I like advising them. Because it's it's intriguing, it's fun, and when I can take my experience from the ice business, from from producing TV shows, and and help somebody in their business, it it just it's a load of fun. I I love every moment of it.
0: Well, listen. I am very excited to see, you know, to keep in touch, to connect with you on LinkedIn, and just sort of see where things are going for you. I mean, good luck with everything and success in your city. Um, Thank you so much for coming on the show and talking about supply chain. I mean, you grew up in the business, supply chains in your blood, and uh, you've given us, you know, some good, some good tips, some some good tricks, you know, some advice on entrepreneurship in this space, and. I just, I love your passion. I love that, you know, you're doing something on the entrepreneurship side, not necessarily supply chain. I mean, you are advising Ship Chain, but you've come on here and you've spoken to us about what you've done in supply chain and how that has helped your you know your life and your business and the way that you have sort of seen you know consumer goods and and how the world sort of works. So thank you so much. I'm going to have all of your information up on letstalksupplychain.com and um yeah, I'll have all the links so that you can connect with Brendan on LinkedIn as well. So thank you so much for coming on the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun.
0: This episode was produced in collaboration with BorderBuddy, the most innovative online customs platform out there. And here is what Graham, the founder, has to say.
1: How long does it take you to get a duty rate or guidance on the right HS classification from your current customs broker? With BorderBuddy's new revolutionary self-service technology, you will never go traditional again. We have created a platform that allows you to get instant quotes on duties, taxes, and customs fees to import your products into North America. To get 10% off your first clearance, sign up at borderbuddy.com forward slash Let's Talk Supply Chain.
0: If you liked this episode and want to go and check out the other episodes in season two, go to letstalksupplychain.com and look for podcasts. Next week, when I say the words promotional products, what kind of feelings does that come up with? Does brand safety come top of mind? Well, it absolutely should because they have your brand on those products. And it's all about brand recognition when it comes to promotional products. But I bet you don't really think about how they impact your brand recognition. So join me next week as I talk to Tim Brown from QCA all about the industry, how it impacts your business, and how it impacts your supply chain. If you'd like to help support the show, there's a couple of ways to do that. One is through shop at letstalksupplychain.com where I have merchandise, supply chain dictionaries that will help you um, be successful in supply chain. Next, go to ships.com. That's S-H-I-P-Z dot to fill in your information. We are super close to letting everybody know what we have been working on. Next, rate and review the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. And I will um mention your review on an upcoming episode. So make sure to go and do that and also so other people can find the show. And lastly, follow us. Follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram and follow us on YouTube, the SC Supply Chain TV, where we have new episodes coming out every single Friday of the Trade Squad video series and different videos that I'm doing, including how to translate what you learned as an athlete into your supply chain career. So go and check that out now. That is the SC Supply Chain TV over on YouTube. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. Have an amazing day. And remember, everybody, ship happens.